ladies and gentlemen. And so it begins. Give the people what they want. The rise. All the way to the top. Yeah. The fall. Heroes just got tombstone. The slam. It's me, Austin. This is FRS Slam. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. The most extensive, what? intensive, comprehensive, what? counteroffensive wrestling show on the planet. Woo! Now, finally, it's time. Win. Here's Jamie Eisner. And I am the voice of the voiceless. And Chris Schubert. You come out here and you run your mouth. FRS Slam begins now. And welcome back to another edition of FRS Slam Radio. Chris Schubert, Jamie Eisner here with you on this Wednesday. One day removed from our adventure to SmackDown Live, 205 Live, the Mixed Match Challenge, an amazing dark match. It was a crazy last two days for us traveling, uh downtown phoenix to watch both raw and smackdown live a lot of fun but a lot of craziness so we had an interesting wrestling sandwich i think for our experience okay we had the gauntlet match particularly the first hour and six minutes of the gauntlet match. can we can i stop you there and can we talk about that for a second okay the viewer right about this a lot on the on the show well, yesterday because the uh, the numbers are in Ooh, okay okay it's a holiday president's Just day crack one open here and wait for the numbers Okay. It's, okay, so he's crack open to Steve Weiser. It's a soda. It's a, it's, a, it's a diet. Well, how do you feel about diet orange soda? You made fun of me in the podcast last week for my cherry vanilla diet, Dr Pepper. How do you feel um, about diet orange soda. Diet uh, orange soda is trash. Okay. Diet orange soda is even more trash. What takes it over the top is you have what I believe <laughs> is brand. Safeway brand. Uh, yeah, it's Safeway brand. Today. Safeway brand or for orange those of soda. you that live in like California, Avons. Is that what it's called out there? Yeah, oh, same company. Oh, did not know that. Walking in the store, they're the same thing. Oh, did not know that. Okay, uh, back on track here. Uh, President's Day. Who loves orange soda? Kel loves orange there soda. There we go. Okay, sorry. Got the gimmick done. President's Day, U.S. holiday. Gaunt- family day in Canada. Gauntlet match takes up an hour and forty-six minutes and fifty-five seconds of your time. Hour number one, Jamie Eisner. Okay. Three point five two million people tuned in for the first hour of Monday Night Raw. Okay. So I know your your follow-up question is, well, Chris, how did they do in hour number two? How did the gauntlet match, was there a lead and how did it work? Hour number two, 3.51 mm. million viewers. So they maintained. Hour number three, 2.82 okay. million viewers. All right, but that tells you the gauntlet match worked. It tells you the gauntlet match worked. It tells you that... The women are being booked so poorly that you lost three quarters of a million people in your third hour. Yes, they clearly did not see what you were advertising as the main event to be the main event of your show. Because the third hour always has a drop, but yes. a, but three but that was a precipitous drop. Three quarters of a million tells That's me a little higher. People d- looked at what was coming and they're like, "I'm good." What that tells me is that uh, roughly about three hundred thousand extra people than normal said, "You know what? I stuck around for the second hour. I'm not feeling hour three. Right. For one reason or another, whether it was they would they saw, we came for the gauntlet match, we saw it, we're done, uh, we're not interested in the women's match, whatever it happened to be. Uh, but the gauntlet match did what it was supposed to do. Yes, it did. And I wrote a story about that today saying that hopefully that is the start of a lot more for, for Seth Rollins and more importantly, Monday Night Rollins. It, you know what? It did exactly what people wanted to do, and that was to talk about Seth Rollins again in the context of being one of, if not the best worker in the company. And I think this is actually, that actually happened on accident. 
Jason no. Jordan never gets hurt. Well, I don't yes, think we get that this. part. I mean, the way they booked that match was not an oh, accident. No, 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 no. But we don't get that unless Jason Correct. Jordan gets hurt. So they, it was an accident. Wait till Seth Rollins is Ronda Rousey's partner at Mania, which means Ronda's gonna get hurt now too. Don't don't put no that, comment. Don't put that on Ronda. Don't but do that. That was the that was the the top, the bottom the top whatever. I don't know. I assume you would always, never mind. I mean, if you, you it's tough to make a sandwich by starting with the top piece of bread. I would imagine because then, then it becomes and then the book bottom. it underneath. Um, but no, so that's the bottom piece of bread of the uh, the wrestling sandwich that we did. And then we had the dark match, which we'll talk a little bit about later in the show, which I thought was by far the most entertaining part of SmackDown Mixed Match Challenge to a five line. Clearly it was. Um, now, I would like to preface this by saying, for all the people at home who are mad that they didn't get to see Rusev, I'm we sorry. We did. We did. Uh, we got to see him. He, he, was, he was. We did. He was part of the dark match. Losers. What, what are you doing, your Miz impersonation? Yeah. Uh, we did because we got to see him in the dark match against the Usos. Uh, which, by the way... As Ken, somebody pointed out on Reddit and literally anywhere that people talked about wrestling, uh, you could have give we could have given up the Jinder Mahal listgate segment and just put Usos of Rusev Day on. Uh, I can confirm Rusev is over. Correct. In arena. Did you see his tweet today? Uh, that the, the, we that they're listening to the. Yes, it's duly noted. Are, are they though? Because that's two weeks without Rusev. Well, no, no, no. Rusev is noting it. He didn't say oh, the creative yes. team was noting yeah, it. Yeah, thank you. Just just, yeah, just over. push things over. You know why? Because ha- by the way, happy Rusev Day, Chris. Well, it was not a happy Rusev Day yesterday for the people watching at home. Because not for people not, at home, but we, it was happy yeah, Rusev Day for us. We got to see Rusev. He came out. That was the first thing we saw while we were there. It was a, it was a very, very, very good time. Uh, so now let's talk about SmackDown. He was chanting for himself and Lana. Yeah, he yeah he's over in two categories. It's amazing. Uh, this show opens with AJ Styles. I was very excited got about it. Got a nice pop. Got a very big pop. Well. Then the promo happened. I was just excited because I was like, wait a minute. Is he actually going to do what I think he's going to do? Is he going to yell at Shane and Daniel about, you know, the whole putting them in this match? Nope, nope. Just cuts a promo, walks Renee Young around the ring, shows shows her the different parts of the ring is basically what this segment was about. This this was a perfect example of, boy, somebody thought they were really creative when they wrote that script for AJ Styles. Yeah. And it fell completely. For the, the Lance, the the boil or whatever he said that was supposed to be Sami Zayn off of Owens' back. Yeah, we, um, we, yeah. Owens is what? Was basically what the inner monologue of everybody in the building, everybody at home. Yeah. So Corbin comes out. They have a back and forth. Owens comes out. He gets involved. Then Shane comes out and then books some matches for tonight. He books AJ against Corbin in the main event. And then he books Ziggler against Owens for right now. Uh, So we get that match. Owens almost kills Dolph with a super kick. Uh, to win the match after a Sami Zayn distraction, he clobbered him. Oh yeah, right in the back. It was it was really bad. It was a fine, it was a fine match. And Owens wins, and was what it was. Yeah. Uh, then we get a oh oh. So I now can confirm that what we saw in arena was the updated SmackDown top ten list, which looked no different from the previous week's top exactly ten list. Exactly the same. I cannot confirm whether or not that's accurate because in arena. The four of us that were watching looked at each other and went, "Is that a new us, list?" Because they, they didn't showed us that before the gender segment. Yes, they did, and we were very Which confused. Which made the Jinder segment even more confusing somehow. So then Jinder comes, Jinder's out. Now, also, for the the arena, for in arena, there is this weird sort of don't know what's on TV, what's not on TV. Yes. So Jinder comes and, out, and clearly he was not on get, TV. Yeah, I mean, well, you can typically tell when somebody comes out, their entrance music hits, then it goes completely dark in the arena, you obviously you know you're at commercial. Correct. But there are some times where there's things that happen backstage that we don't get to see. We didn't get to see all the selfie promos. Yes, although we didn't get to see all the promos from Raw the previous any of night. Them. I still I have to go back and look. I watched Seth's and John's today. They were both very, very I've been good. told those were the two best. Yeah, those, those were the, the two most, best. Those were the two that I was the biggest fan of. You know, we let somebody in here in the room to kind of do some more picture, and he doesn't even turn off his phone. 
You know, like, oh, is that what like, I heard? Yeah, that, that was, was a noise. That was oh him. my goodness, Adonis, please. Adonis, do, you to, some, do you have something to add? We're trying to do a wrestling podcast here. Sorry. Uh, thank you. Oh, All right, thank now, you. Now, now accept can, your apology. Now, can you get out, or what are you doing here? Are you taking a picture of the board here? Yes. I could do this for you and, and send it to you later, if you'd like. Sure. All right, so get out. Thank you. So you should waste everybody's Thank you. Leave. All right, so we're going to continue on here on this part. Of this. Every, it's, it's only our show. We got to run in on this it's show. Only, it's only Ziggler with no music. It's only or, well, no music then music. It's what, o- what does Ziggler give? It's only our show that this happens to. Correct. I produce every podcast that gets done in this Correct. studio. This is the only it's a one. Th- brag, by the way. This is the only one that happens to. I'm the king producer. Well, we've we've let you try to produce shows before, and it hasn't gone very well. So that's it did, why they did not. That's why they keep me around. I used to. Then we got this newfangled technology. Yeah, and there's only one person in the office that knows how to use it, and it's me. So. Uh, I can use it, just not correctly. True, 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 true. Uh, what was this gender promo with Bobby Roode? I have no idea. Listgate. Listgate. I have no idea. By the way, so gender. This, this was terrible. So gender says he's got a secret, and it's going to be a rude awakening. So then he, no. so then he shows Bobby Roode's list, which has Bobby Roode number one. All right. By the way, which can't. We need to talk about a lot of this. One, how did he get Bobby Roode's list? It was, Two, a, it was a leak. Somebody leaked. Somebody leaked the somebody list. Somebody leaked the list. The list of Roode. Yes. Leak it out, man. No, no. Oh, I'm not doing that. So he has the list that he somehow got. Yes. Um, in which Bobby would put himself number one. Which is which impossible. Which not is against the rules. It's not possible, but it should have been thrown out if he did. Right. So clearly that, if that it's were... It's not a secret ballot because he knows it's Bobby Roode's right. in storyline. If that were the case, Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan wouldn't have accepted his list. Correct. They would have asked him to change it. Also, Dillinger wasn't number 10, so it wasn't a legitimate list. He was number nine. Well, no, Randy Orton was number nine. That no, was no, no, the, no, on gender, no, on the fake list. Orton wasn't ranked on the fake list. Right, right, right. On Bobby's list. But Dillinger Orton, had to be 10. You can't rank Dillinger another number. He is the perfect 10. Okay, so my point is the whole crux of this promo was Bobby Roode didn't put Orton where he said he put him, so Bobby Roode's a liar? No, the whole story was that Bobby Roode ranked himself above everybody and didn't even put Randy Orton on the list because he thinks he's better than Randy Orton. But, okay, by the way. But I need to talk about this concept for a second. Bobby Roode's a baby face. Yes. You you can't have. I'm watching the segment. He took his glasses off. I'm watching the segment, and I'm thinking to myself, Bobby Roode is hemming and hawing when asked, "Is he afraid of Randy Orton?" You are making your a baby face champion look cowardly. Okay. Because. He should say, I'm not afraid of Orton, but I'm a competitor, and I think I, I have to believe that I am the best person in the ring. That is why I carry the U.S. title. He doesn't say that. He said, no, I didn't say that. I didn't say I was, wasn't afraid. I didn't say that this – like every time he's like Orton, you think Orton's better than you, or you don't think you're better than Orton. I didn't say that. That's a heel. That, 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 that's, that's the edge style heel. No, no, no. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say I was better than him. I didn't say, I didn't say that at all. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm here in the corner. I'm just that is not a b- strong babyface championship promo. No, no. This was, this was a rude babyface promo. Was weak. Strong is on 205 Live. That was weak. You glossed right over I, No, because you glossed over my joke. I'm going to run right over yours. Fair enough. Um, it's a weak promo. It didn't do anything for Bobby. It hurt Bobby Roode. did nothing for Jinder Mahal. So it wasn't nothing for Randy Orton. So it wasn't glorious. It was not glorious. So then we get Daniel Bryan backstage because Orton comes out. They have a bit of back and forth. So or, uh, Bryan and Shane are now apparently they're, – they're fighting again. That's where we're at this week. They're, they're, they're arguing with each other again. <sighs> sure. Uh, Shane believes everyone wants to see Orton Roode. Brian says everyone wants to see Root against Jinder. Okay, let's talk about this for a second, too. 
I'm gonna stop you right there. Okay. Are they actively trying to get people to not like Daniel Bryan? That is, I believe, the intent. Because I believe <laughs> that people within the company think that if he's gonna leave and go wrestle elsewhere, they wanna make him as hated as possible. I'm Are here they to, all in on making him look bad? I'm here to tell you that it's not working. It's working a little. No, it's not. No, here's this. it's working a little up until the point where Daniel Bryan actually wrestles again, yes. and then it's not that's gonna matter. But in terms of like my reaction right now, like Bryan's like, it's like whatever. Daniel Bryan's on TV again. So now, she, he could wrestle a broomstick. That's the Tokyo Dome. That's Triple H's gimmick. He could wrestle a broomstick. He could, the broomstick Eric Bischoff tried to interview back in the 90s in WWE. He could wrestle that in New Japan or Ring of Honor, and I'm going to watch. So, like, it's not going to actually hurt him. But that's, just in that's the, more it's of a DDT him, type promotion. It's gimmick. hurting him now. Well, good for, by the way, DDT helped pay Joey Ryan's bills for that nice new house he bought. Yeah, that's a really good story. Um, but what it is is on WWE television right now, it is hurting his character. It's hurting his story. Sure, but his character doesn't matter if we all know he's leaving in the September. The storylines don't matter because they don't book him like they matter. Nothing matters on SmackDown. By the way, SmackDown Live, where nothing matters. That is their slogan. Literally, doesn't matter if you're a babyface. Doesn't matter if you're a heel. There's nothing. Yeah. I, I, how did we get to this point? We now How live did in a we world get in a year where from Raw is better Smackdown than SmackDown? SmackDown is this progressive new, this is the true wrestling fan show, even if Raw is the main brand, this is the true wrestling fan show, to a show that means nothing. Well, one, uh, you, just, you just completely just don't push people that you should push. I'm looking at Shinsuke Nakamura, who for the second straight week didn't have anything on this show. No he had Rusev, a video no, package. No Rusev, no Shinsuke for two straight weeks on TV SmackDown. Those are your two biggest baby faces on SmackDown. Sorry, AJ Styles. No, well, I'm sorry. Bruce has a heel, don't, don't you know? That's, yeah, that's a good point. So, sorry. My, my apologies. So there's your problem right there is you're not, you're not booking people strongly. And, and the other thing is, too, people are tired of seeing Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan, and Shane McMahon every week. I'm sorry, but we're, we're, we're tired. We are tired of it. By the way, Daniel Bryan, uh, according to Meltzer, is still not cleared. In case you, in case you were just keeping track at home. Shocking. He's not wrestling for WWE. In case you're keeping He's track at home. He's not wrestling for WWE again. No, you and I are on uh, you're the same page with this. What are you looking for? Uh, you're squirming in your chair right my, now. My pen. I, I dropped my here, pen somewhere. Here, no, do you I want another want... pen? I'll throw something. No, no. Jeez. Did I make that in the trash can, by the way? I think I did. Can you talk while I check? Yeah. Uh, I, I believe I just threw his pen across the room into the trash can. That's in the corner by Chris's desk. I had to. I heard, I heard the splash. Yeah, I did. There you go. Put me in the three-point skills challenge. Uh, yes, I know. Move over, you, Devin Booker. I don't have your pen. Uh, I don't want this. Do you, what do you want? You want an expo marker? No, I don't know. No, there. There's an expo no. marker. That did not go in the trash. That one did not go in the trash. I don't know where that one Okay, went. I'm done throwing things. Oh, found my pen. Oh, good. You found um, my pen. I don't have to throw things anymore. So, we're getting Orton against Rude, and I'm here to tell you that there is a 7,000% chance Jinder Mahal ruins this match. Uh, of course he will. Or he gets added to it before the period. I, Although the decision's final. Oh, you know, of course, yeah, just like referee's decisions are final. Um, final. Just like it's final that Survivor Series is the only time we're on SmackDown Superstars. Final. Head competition. It's final. Um, I don't care. That that's And that's sad. That I don't care about that match. No. At all. I do not. Also, that. nobody in the world, kayfabe Daniel Bryan, nobody in the world cares about Jinder Mahal versus Bobby Roode. Nobody Char wants to see that. Charlotte Flair, Naomi and Becky Lynch versus the Riot Squad. The Riot Squad pick up the victory and they didn't pin the champion. Yeah, they did everything they did on Raw except they didn't pin the champion. Oh my God, it's just so, 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 so shocking. Uh, we get Kevin and then Charlotte ends up cutting that promo, the selfie promo backstage where she is challenging Ruby Riot and she's going to put her title on the line in order to do that at Fastlane. By the way, 
Okay. I want, I want slight. You know what? No, I'll wait. No, no, go ahead. Floor is yours. This is more of like a big picture thing. The floor is yours. Because somebody brought this up into the arena to me, and I heard the song one of the podcasts I listened to on the way in here. Actually, multiple of them said the same thing. Did this feel like a go home SmackDown the way that it was booked? Yes, it did. They do know that like it's Elimination Chamber on Sunday, right? Not Fastlane. We're not, we're not going to single it, single yeah. branded pay. They added one. a bunch of matches to Fastlane, and like one person stood tall at the end of the show for the title match. Yeah, it was very weird. Yeah, it was it was very 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 odd. So we get Kevin Owens backstage. Him and Sammy uh, apparently are friends again. Apparently, but you get the weirdest promo. Of all. By the way, Sam, I'm going to give Sammy Zayn a lot of credit. His promo backstage and his dark match promo were yeah, very which good. Yeah, unfair because Sa- Sammy Zayn had a that. very good night on the mic. Not that he has bad on the mic, but like I thought he had a very strong night on the mic. Yes, I thought he I thought he did very well as well. Uh, we get a number one contenders match: the New Day taking on Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable. I am stunned uh, that the Bludgeon Brothers did not interrupt us. I'm stunned that yeah, the Bludgeon Brothers came out and they didn't could really confront New Day. They looked at New Day as they went back to the back after winning their match, but like they didn't. By the way, are the New Day heels now? Like they've cheated to win every match I've seen on TV in a month last I be- month. I believe so. Okay, I believe they are. Uh, they at least give a new dynamic to that character because let's be honest, they've been stale. They're still super over. Yeah, but the, they've been stale. The New Day, the new number one contenders. They're Randy Orton. The New Day versus the Usos. They're tag team Orton for the thousandth time. It's like the Cena Orton of the tag team division. The Bludgeon Brothers kill two jobbers. No, it's like the Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose versus the Bar of the yeah, tag team division. <laughs> uh, the Bludgeon Brothers versus Enhancement Talent. That yeah, was, that was fun. Uh, little cast, as we called, as yeah, I call we called them, little cast in the arena. Uh, video package for Shinsuke Nakamura, and then AJ Styles, Baron Corbin, Styles wins, uh, and then Sami Zayn beat him down, and then Corbin hits the end of days on both Sami and Kevin Owens, and Corbin leaves the ring standing tall. Then we get the mixed match challenge. Yes, we get uh, Apollo, no Nijax, Apollo, no last name, against Charlotte and Bobby Roode. Yes, and this was fabulous. F- fabulous and glorious. I almost said fabulous and glorious, but remember that was our name for. Oh, that, they put rude with uh, Carmella. Carmella. That's right. That's by the right, way, did right. not cash in. Spoiler alert. Uh, Chris's dreams of Car- of a Carmella cash in during the mix. Does match Carmella challenge. exist anymore? She uh, hasn't been on a uh, show. No. Last. Okay. She doesn't. They exist. fired Ellsworth, and then they have done nothing okay. with Carmella. So, which is what a weird sense. The mix match challenge was exactly what I feared it would be in the arena. Not as good for us as people at home. Which yes. is the, the almost the only time where that's the case on a wrestling show. Yes. And 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 it just it was fun, and you could tell that they were playing it up a little bit, but you just couldn't hear them in the arena. Yeah. It's just there's just too much other static noise, background noise. Uh, so that ends. Then we get two five live, which did not follow the traditional just two tournament match format. Yeah, they they, they threw a random tag team match in the middle there that nobody cared about. Well, nobody cared about two five live in general. No, specifically in our section. Uh, I I think there was a little buzz for Buddy Murphy. Yeah, and then very quickly... And then it died right it there. Was, yeah, it was the over. The second that match was... People came to see Buddy... They screwed that up, by the way. Buddy Murphy should have closed the show. Yeah, he should have closed yep, the show. should have closed the show. I thought he was going to. I was very surprised that he didn't. Uh, he hit the coolest finisher I think I've ever seen. Dead, yeah, I don't even... What, what do we, I don't even know what they call it. I didn't even listen to the TV The broadcast. Whale Hunt. That's what I believe it's called. Pardon? The Whale Hunt, because he's from Australia. Oh. The Whale Hunt. The Whale Hunt. Yeah. That sounds like a main eventer to me. Hey man, he's on two hundred five right now. Leave it alone, okay? He's doing well. I think it's going to work on that roster. It's, it was a lot of fun. no. I like Buddy Murphy. I thought he did. A, he's going to be fine in that mix. I just um, think it's a weird name for a finish. I'm sorry. The tag match was okay. It was fine. It was. It existed. The main event, the first half brutal. of it was brutal. Was was brutal. I don't know. It's a. Ama- I don't know how they imagined. That. 
they have made a Mustafa Ali match is boring. Like, I don't know how the last, done it. Because the last eight minutes of that match was awesome. Yes. And that's why I said I turned to uh, FRSSlam.com writer, friend of the show, friend of you, friend of I, Jesse Boric. Yes. And I said... It's a very weird way to go about introducing <laughs> him, but yes. If I... If they just did the last 10 minutes of this match, yes, and from that you started at the 10 minute mark, yes, it was fine. It, it was, was a perfectly good match. I can confirm the first all 12 of minutes were an abomination. It was weird. It was weirdly paced up. You know when the match picked up when there was the botch, and I use air quotes around that because yeah. I think that was kind of a spot too. I, I was, yeah, I think it was a semi botch. Yes, I, I, I don't think he meant to land on the ring apron. No, I don't think he meant to either. But it was meant to be a mess up. Yes. Like a like a choreographed mess up, which is very weird to do, very hard yes. to do. Um, from that point on, I thought the match was great. It, yes. I really enjoyed it. The ending this, was this, good. The ground and pound of Gallagher and Mustafa Ali just made no sense. Yeah, no, it was it was it was bad. Um, so then that was that. We got the bracket reveal. Um, yes. So we know a little bit of about what's going to happen moving forward. Uh, Drake Maverick was uh, on screen once again. Then the show goes off the air. That's it. Then there was the dark match. Yes. and it was which was by far the highlight of the night. It is number two behind the gauntlet match. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I meant like of Tuesday night. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It was a highlight of Tuesday night. Um, so Shinsuke Nakamura and Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode pulling triple duty. Triple duty. So he has the, the, he has the, the promo, promo segment on SmackDown, the Mixed Match Challenge match, and then the Dark Match. They take on... Owens and Zayn. Owens and Best Zane. friend. Well, mm, nope, that's that's Beretta and Taylor. So Sami Zayn comes out... WWE best friends. And on the microphone tells us all to be quiet. And then he it tries to reason with Bobby Roode and Shinsuke Nakamura, and they uh, they're like, you know, just call off the match, you know, just we'll just call it off. Well, and also they were very self aware. They're not on TV, but you know, Bobby, you've been busy. You were just in a match. You did a promo thing. Kevin was in a match. Shinsuke, yeah. you were. Uh, I don't know. Actually, what, I don't know what you've been doing all day, Shinsuke. Yeah. So that was really good. And then the match happens, and Bobby Roode has Kevin Owens on the outside, and we all start chanting, "We want tables." Yes. Because they were they were fighting near the announce table, so nothing comes of that. So then they roll back into the ring, and Kevin Owens is on the apron, and he looks at us, and looks at the table, and it's like, "Oh, you want tables?" And he jumps down and he flips over the announce no, table, just flips it. Now, I, I mind you, earlier in the match, he made a, he did a move and got up on the on the turnbuckle, and we all did the yep chant at him, yeah. and he yelled at us and said, "No, that's my thing. You guys can't do it." Yeah, that's my it, thing, idiots. Yeah, it was so great. So then he does the table spot. So then Greg Hamilton and a bunch of WWE. Um, Crew workers, crew workers reset the table back up. So he jumps down like two minutes later and dumps it, over, pushes again. it over again. And I don't know if this was like if this was a house show spot that they do, but one of the crew hands looked legitimately really angry with so Kevin Owens. Owens. So I don't know if it was kayfabe or not. Like they, they've done this before and they told him they, yeah. that he's supposed to act angry. So then Owens does it a third time yeah. later on. And it, it, it's hilarious. It was awesome. Then there was one where he's in the middle of the ring and he's got a guy down and he says, Hey, you guys want tables? And then he says, screw you, this is what you get, puts him in a headlock. Yeah, it or was Puts so, him in a chin lock. It was so, so, so good. It was so much fun. Uh, afterwards, Bobby Roode and Shinsuke Nakamura were, were having a good time with the crowd, taking, taking, yeah, taking signs. signs out of the crowd. There was one sign that said, Phoenix is glorious. And then there was another one that he grabbed, that Roode came out and grabbed and said, strong style. So he hands both of those to Nakamura after he just done holding that up. So Nakamura is like moving around the signs. And I'm like, what is he doing? Then all of a sudden I see what he's doing. He's covering up the word glorious with strong style. And he just holds it up near Bobby Roode. And Bobby Roode just starts shaking his head. Bobby Roode's doing something on the turnbuckle. And Shinsuke does the glorious. And then Roode turns around and Nakamura, you know, scurries out of the ring. It was so much fun. It was a blast. 
that is what I wanted to see. And that's why I always like house shows more than yeah, I like I mean, TV. Yeah, I we talked about this. We've said it. I, I go in the order of pay-per-view one, house show two, TV three, in terms of the types of wrestling events that I'm most interested in being. I, the house shows are always the best because of things like that. It's a show for you. That is a match for the audience in the building. That is not a match for TV. They're not hitting visual cues. They're not even really hitting time cues. It's a, it's a match that is for the paying customer. Kenny Omega is going to sell away, man. Yes, the big news is, as we, we talked about on the podcast, that Jericho was going to have a big announcement on Tuesday. And I said, yeah, it's going to be that Kenny Omega's on the cruise. And guess what? It's that Kenny Omega's going to be on the cruise. You going on the cruise now? I, I, I'd consider it. I just, I'm not a cruise guy. I know. We've did, well, you and Apollo have something in particular. You're both not cruise guys. <laughs> uh, I just, it, it's, it sounds like, it, they're literally What's, saying. What, no, hold on. What about the cruise do you not like? This cruise, it's no, no, just this cruise, cruises cruise. in general. I just don't like boats. I'm not in boats. I like to be on land doing stuff. I, know, but I you, don't get seasick. I don't. Have no, like no, no. Any... But you, but if if more often than not, you're you're not gonna realize you're on a boat until you're like outside. No, but it's just like it's like I, there's a feeling of I like the power to like do whatever I feel like. And you can on a boat. But yeah, but no, there's limited activities. No, you're not. You're not confined there's to anything. Act- well, yeah, I'm confined to the boat. No, but see, because you don't feel the boat so big, you don't feel it. I've been on cruises. You don't have to explain me on a cruise works, but no. Well, clearly, just, like, you haven't been on a good cruise because you don't no, like cruises. No, I was cruises. on a Royal Caribbean cruise. Oh, those are the best cruises. I'm a big, Royal, just, I'm a big Royal Caribbean it, guy. There was nothing. I wasn't. There was nothing. I wasn't treated badly. There was nothing. They didn't do clearly, anything wrong. Clearly, something occurred. Were you on the cruise that ran out of the food? No. Oh, okay. I'm no. just checking. No, 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 no. Nothing bad happened. Okay. I, don't, I don't have anything negative to say about like the hospitality. It was just, it's just, it's not my preferred thing. I don't hate it. It's not like, hey, here's a free cruise. Would I not go on it? It's just that I have to decide if I'm going to take a vacation, do I want to spend vacation time and money on a cruise versus or being all else? in? Yeah, being all in with CM Punk. Who trolled the internet last I night by, so by saying, you know, I've, a lot of people have asked me if I'm, quote, in. And clearly it was in reference to the Chicago Cubs tweet earlier, asking everyone if they're in because their motto is everybody's in. Uh, for this season. So he is clearly, he has his finger on the pulse of the wrestling universe. He knows. Well, he knows uh, what he's doing. He knows what he's doing here. And I would be, I would be stunned if he wasn't on that show now. That's where I'm at. I, I won't go that far. He's on that show. I won't go that far. He's, I'd be stunned if yeah. he's not on that he's, show. I'm he's, not going that far. He's on that That's, show. I think there is a realistic possibility he's on that I show. Think it is is a, as far as I, I think it is a greater than a 60% chance oh, he's on that show. way under on that. I think there's a greater than 60% chance. I give it a chance. 10%. 10% chance? He's got a really good chance. Oh, 10% is what I'm going to give it. I didn't say really good chance. I said he's a realistic chance. And 10% is realistic? Yes. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I give it, There's a better chance that, that CM Punk is on All In than Daniel Bryan wrestles for WWE again. Yes, I so agree. So there's a I realistic chance. I agree with that. Uh, so... Are you going to be all in? We, in arena last night, we're talking about this. If Punk's on that show, no matter where it is, we're yeah, going. As long as it is in the... Not like in Dublin. As long as it is in North Can't America, we're going. Yes. We're going to just go. Because that is an event worth seeing. CM Punk versus a broomstick. What's with the broomstick gimmick today on the show? What CM is Punk it? versus Mickey Gall 2. I don't, I don't need to see that. I don't, I don't need that at all. Who is he fighting on the UFC Chicago he, card? He's not on? fighting on that show, Jamie. Okay, Stop. sure. He's sure, not, Dana. He's, his opponent has not been announced. He is not announced for that show, okay? And I'm not going to stand here and watch other people try to claim that he's on that show, when clearly he's not. Clearly. Clearly. But it's clearly on All In. It's clearly going to be on that show and All In. Um, 
Anything else here, Jamie? You want to wrap up what we've done the last two days? Any final parting thoughts on that? It's a bit of a shorter show today, but Jamie, That's, Jamie's got a bunch of meetings. I'm busy. He's, he's, he seems like he's kind of a big deal around here. So, I mean, I, I'm pretty much. You are technically. We've we've looked at the flow chart. You are di- technically my direct boss. No, not technically. I am your boss. Don't you forget it. It's technically. It's a technicality. And also in real life. Don't you forget. It is a technicality because you and I have discussed this. My day-to-day operations, I don't think I check with you on one thing that I do. Correct. But I can. <laughs> but more importantly, I can fire you. You can fire me. But in terms I just of – That's all that matters. In terms of day-to-day all what I do, you do, I don't come in here and you go, Chris, I need you to do these things today. Very rarely do you know what I do on a daily basis. I know what you do on a daily basis, but I never – I rarely meddle in it. Well, I appreciate you not being a sports owner and meddling in my work. I appreciate that. Final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts are that, uh, again, it was an overall very positive WWE in arena experience. Are you kind of happy? I'm going to do what you do now. I'm going to interrupt you. Are you kind of happy? Like, I know I had a great time the last two nights. I'm kind of worn out. It's a lot yeah, of wrestling. it's a lot of wrestling. It's a lot of wrestling. It's a lot of wrestling. Specifically uh, when you're going back to back It's six night. hours of TV wrestling and then other stuff. So, I mean, there's seven plus hours of in arena wrestling. Because yeah. you, have pre, you have main event pre-show. I mean, you have, you have a lot... It's seven, seven and a half hours of wrestling in two nights. It, there's mm-hmm. a lot to there's a lot there. It is also a, the fact that if food's expensive. That's not WWE's fault. That's just the fault. No, no, no. That's yeah, just okay. you, you going out to a, an arena. Yes, exactly. So um, I'm just happy you got your chicken fingers and didn't spill all over yourself like like somebody friend else. of the podcast Jesse Borg. No, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm an adult. Who also tells he doesn't listen to our show, which is very disappointing. It doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all. We should write him off our show. We shouldn't even mention him. He should not be named. Wow. It's like Voldemort. Um, okay, so that's going to... Where's Voldemort wrestling? Oh, wait, it's Wednesday, not Friday. Okay, we'll get back to that two days. You'll tell me where Voldemort's wrestling. All right, so that is going to do it for us here today. Uh, we're going to do our radio show a little bit later tonight. You can find that at FRS Slam on Twitter. Jamie will tweet out the link. We're going to talk about uh, Seth Rollins. Uh, 10 o'clock Eastern. Uh, we're going to talk... PM ab- at night. We're going to talk about... It's dark outside. Kenny Omega, probably. We're going to talk about Assuming our you're, experience you're in a place the last two days. Close to us. I mean, it's Australia. It's probably like... Um, if you'd like somewhere about to different time. Let's see, time read uh, our content, frslime.com, my story about... I'm just going to go with Sydney because I know like they have multiple times. So like, what's this, this was three, so four, or four hours from nine. So Monday so be like almost 2 p.m. 2 p.m. In, in, in Sydney. So if you're for those that are listening in Sydney, Australia, uh, check us out at 2 p.m. So so we'll talk about Monday Night Rollins. Uh, you can find that at frslime.com. If you want to follow the, the podcast... Uh, you can find it on Anchor, FRS Slam Radio. You can find it anywhere you get a podcast. Apple users, iTunes, FRS Slam Radio. Same thing for you Android users, Google Play, or any other of your podcasting apps. You can find it there, FRS Slam Radio as well. Guys, that is going to so do it like for Christmas us. Island, it's like 10 a.m. for you at that point. So like you're, like, you're, like you're mid-morning when you get into work. And I'm sorry, what? Are you talking still, Chris? That is going to do it for us here today on this edition of FRS Slam Radio. We will talk to you tomorrow. It would be cool to live on Christmas Island, Chris, wouldn't it?